Welcome to the Pied Piper podcast. This is Piper, and I brought in Stevie today. Hi, guys. Hi. So she's worked with me for um, quite a while now. How long do you think we've worked together? Do you think? Oh, well, I've been dancing for almost 16 years. Dang. So eight? Eight or nine? Yeah. So we've known, yeah, we've worked with each other for a while. I don't think we ever worked together at Cloud9. Mm-mm. No, but you, you were at Cloud9 for a while, mm-hmm. huh? So what got you started dancing? And how young were you? I started dancing at 18, and I started dancing because I was homeless. Dang. So that really got you out of a tight spot. It helped make you stable and gave you a good life. And um, how do you still like dancing now? I love it. I love every aspect of it. There's bad days. There's good days. Um, But dancing as a whole is a really good thing. It's what gives me all the stability in my life. Dude, that's amazing. I'm really glad to hear that. And that's, like, pretty great. You started at 18, though. Mm -hmm. Dang. And uh, what year was that? Oh, what year? 2008? 2008. Man, was the style like totally different when you started dancing back in the day? Uh, Well, when I was a baby stripper, I didn't wear makeup. I didn't do makeup. I was very... No, no, no. And it was noticeable. I remember I had gone and traveled (laughs) and come back to my home club and there's these like regular customers and they're like, oh, wow. So you learn to dance and you wear makeup now. (laughs) (laughs) I think that happens to all of us a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember I worked in Dayton, Ohio, and I lived in Cincinnati. Um, I didn't know about anything. There wasn't like a Patricia's or anything. When I first started at the club, they gave me a free pair of panties that had like a scrunch on the back. Really? And one of those garter belts. Oh, my God. We used to wear the garter belt mm-hmm. things. I remember that. Like, just one, though, right? Just one garter belt, Just yeah. one. Now they're more used as, like, a ass-lifting, like, accessory. They're beautiful. <laughs> now we wear both of them and just <laughs> right under our butt cheeks. Back in the day, it was, like, just kind of down the thigh. Yeah. And then I, that was where we used to put our money. Mm-hmm. Huh? Like, with the rubber band and shit. The purses for me started at night trips. I used to um, have lockers or have a garter belt or, like, a rubber band around my wrist that I would fold the money and just have, like, and have it folded over with, like, another rubber band around it. Did you ever run into any issues having to carry your money around like that? No, but everyone knew how much I had. Uh, Yeah. So that is an issue. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So where, which club did you start at, the very first one? Um, It was a club called Baby Dolls, and you drove north on the highway till the highway ran out. Oh, shit. And then you just turned left, and there was this tiny little club in this middle-of-nowhere area. That's creepy. Mm -hmm. It was was all nude. Okay. No drinking. Oh, yeah. um, And 18 plus. You know, there's there's aspects about that that are pretty great, Mm -hmm. actually. And I never really cared about the no nude thing. Do you remember, like, several years ago when girls used to judge other girls for working at nude clubs? Like, you worked at it. Well, I started nude, so if people were judging, I was the one they were judging. Because I, I mean, even now, nudity has no issue. I have to remind yeah. myself at work, be like, okay, we're modest here. <laughs> <laughs> you have to stay modest. <laughs> yeah, keep my panties exactly where they go. Yeah, uh, I have a, I have to just consistently my pan. I mean, I want my panties to sit still. They don't. They're like, they're always. You know, I think that's just like one of the things that we deal with the most on a shift is like we're constantly readjusting mm-hmm. our panties to because they're so tiny. The little lip out to the side. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm probably always have like a little lip or something. Mm-hmm. Like I like a camel toe, a good camel toe. Yeah. Do you remember the board at work that we had for the longest time? Something about eating, and then it was like a girl in yellow spandex, and she had a camel toe. Mm -hmm. That was the best. That was my favorite picture. Yeah, the advertisement, Mm -hmm. like head with no bread, or head. sex with no head is like a sandwich with no bread. And then her camel toe was right there? 
It was either that or like the next one that flipped up yeah, on the screen. Yeah, yeah. I was like, those two things don't even go together. Oh no, the camel toe one was, "Are you hungry?" Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you hungry? And then they talk about sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I see like the subtle um, like work they're trying to like get us to eat some food, basically. Like How at do the we bar. make sales? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That probably is a sales tactic. That's pretty great for the club, anyway. But so baby dolls and like you know, you guys used to wear like the the panties like down on the hips. It was like very like real low rise, Fergie, mm-hmm. very sexy, all very low rise. The girls tease their hair still. Yes, because I want to say I still tease my hair all the way up until I. And I'm so bad at dates, but and I go by clubs that I danced at. Um, so, Cloud Nine, which was after prison, <laughs> that's another way to keep it straight. <laughs> What did you go to prison for? Oh, I went to prison for selling drugs, and I got caught in the strip club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it happens to people, and there it are. Does. It was an undercover cop, so mm-hmm. definitely. Do you remember that we did really have? We used to have undercover cops that went into night trips, but like no, I think they've been focusing their efforts on like the massage parlors instead, or something. I hope so. Is that what it is? I'm not sure. But I mean, I did. I heard about um, there. I remember that used to be like the thing, like six seven years ago mm-hmm. you know we'd be just doing our job like normal and then all of a sudden um someone be like that guy's an undercover cop and it happened just the other night and i went up and i like started talking about what he was in there for i was like get him out of here is it, is it real um i mean i know it's real because i went to prison yeah well but no, most recently i don't yeah. know how real the cops are in there recently because they used to come in and do titty checks yeah. And a guy said they were actually in there the other night doing one. I don't believe them. No, they haven't done a titty check. Yeah, I didn't think they had, but a customer said they had. You know, yeah, I, I remember them used to always come in the club, make us all line up, and then they would check our boobs mm-hmm. to see if we were wearing the latex, which we never do unless they're showing up. It'd be, it'd be soaking wet and like everyone's <laughs> hair is out of the way so they don't get it in their titty paint. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I've been wearing it all night. I've been wearing it all night, yeah. No, you can tell when a girl's been wearing that stuff all night. It's all crumbly and it's disgusting. Yeah, that's why we quit doing it because we hated it. It was just the law. You know, mm-hmm. you had to do it. And then they used to check all the time. But, you know, now in, it just was always like this thing that was kind of funny because you never really knew if the guy was an undercover cop or not. It was like really hard to tell, you know. And so sometimes you're like, OK, is it like girls just freaking out? You know, is it like a suspicion or is it real, real? You know, and I just haven't I haven't I don't think we've ever had it. Have we had an undercover cop bust a girl in the club before? No, but what I think happens is they find the people on the streets that are really doing something, and then they follow that person and see who's their circle and then follow the circle. And I I just so happen to be associated with the person who is actually doing something. And so they saw him give me a ride to work or his girlfriend give me a ride Mm. to work, and they just followed me right in. Dang Dang, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, you live and learn, I guess. You live and you learn, yeah. Yeah. Now you go to school, mm-hmm. and you've been going to school for a long time. <laughs> a very long time. You like, well, you like being educated, and a lot of people are like that, actually, where they just like to go to school all the time. They, you get, you've already, so you have one degree in mm-hmm. business. Well, right? uh, I have an associate's in science, okay. but I think it's on the business side. I don't, yeah. It says science. Oh, okay, science. And then, and then now you're going for what did you say you're going for now? Um, computer science. Computer science. Okay, that's pretty cool. And you pay for all of it through dancing. Yeah, out of pocket. 
fuck yes. Because she's <laughs> oh, a bad bitch. Yeah, and that might, the only thing that I ever thought that would make me nervous about talking about was income stuff. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, like on here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only like, because I hide so much of my money. Oh, yeah. Well, we all kind of do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, sorry. Sorry, tax people. <laughs> but we are strippers. We get paid in cash. and I make a lot of cash, um, not tips, but a lot of gifts. Make yeah. a lot of cash gifts. Yeah, exactly. And so it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then we pay for our own school. I did that too. I paid for school. I mean, I only got my associates, but I did. It was really, it was a great moment when I could tell my dad that like he didn't have to pay for junior college anymore. Oh yeah, that is very cool. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'll, I'm going to do it myself. And uh, I don't think he knew I was dancing. I think I told him that I was just working and that I could afford it. We come from such different backgrounds that had us end up dancing. Oh, yeah. And that's something I love about the club because it, it is a commonality between people. There's something about it. Yeah. <clears throat> and it is true that, like, since, you know, all the different jobs I've had, because I had a lot of different jobs before I started dancing. Mm-hmm. And I never got along with everyone working. I mean, and I never do. But there was never, like, that feeling of belonging at any job that I ever had until I started dancing. And it was always issues with women and I am so I'm so nice and maybe too nice. Maybe that's why I always had a problem. Um, but other, you know, they were just mean. Like ladies can be really mean at like certain jobs and stuff. Um, but I started dancing and mo- most of the time dancers are really, really nice to you, at least to your oh, face. Yeah. And it's wonderful. Like we all just try to get along. We all we all do try to find things that have in common together and laugh and, you know, feel happy and stuff because that's what kind of environment we need. So I always find that to be really great about dancing. That's probably one of the reasons why I've stuck with it for so long because I always feel welcome. You know, even after two years, I came back and everyone was like, ah. Everyone's so glad to see you when you come back. Yeah. You yeah. too, though. Mm-hmm. When you came back, everyone was like really excited to see you. And I've you. come back so many times. So there's been <laughs> so many, oh my God, it's so great to see you again. Yeah, yeah. And it always makes you feel really, really good. Mm-hmm. So dang. Well, it's going to come to an end, though. There's going to be no coming back one day. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what you're preparing for with school, right? Yeah. I kind of am preparing for that too, doing different stuff and it's I'm so not looking close. For, I'm not looking forward to it. I know, me either. Cuz I do I love dancing too and I never I don't ever want to quit, but I also don't want to be 50 doing it. <laughs> no, uh, um I I think I cap at 40 depending on how I've aged. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably me too. If I look like this, I cap at 40 and then I'll gracefully retire um and then not to be rude about some girls that we work with but if I age like some of some of the I I just would not be there yeah um it is it is pretty interesting I really don't know my take on it like part of me is like super like that's fucking awesome and then a part of me is like how tired are you though because like it is it is it does take a lot out of you emotionally the job. And I think that's where I want to be where like gracefully retiring for me is like um, I can come into the club like once every couple of weeks mm-hmm. and still enjoy it. But it doesn't have to be my like end all and be all for my bills and stuff. That would so, be really nice. Yeah. And a lot of us have a lot of us have dreams outside of dancing or a lot of us do stuff outside of dancing. Uh, do you ever um, you know when you hear about the dancer that you've danced with for so long and that you hear that they like. I don't know, moved on and got like a job or got pregnant and they're like with a wonderful man and like they're growing a family and they're never coming back to dancing again. Mm-hmm. What are your feelings like when you see that? That's there. 
There, I love dancing. There's, there's a bit of how did you move on already? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. For me, I look at it and I'm like, oh, she found her Cinderella story. You know, it's a very beautiful thing. I, I desperately want and when, not like necessarily the family aspect, yeah. but this beautiful life after dancing has always been on my mind, mostly because people do give you a lot of shit for being a dancer. Now, it's really cool now that there's only fans because everyone's like a household porn star. Yeah. And so yeah. strippers are like, oh, you're just a stripper. Why don't you sell videos? And <laughs> Because that shit is too much work. That is too much work. And we have children, okay, in our house. Like, I am not holding myself up in a bedroom to take naughty pictures of myself on my phone. <laughs> it's it's too much work. It's a lot of work. I much prefer to be able to go into a building. I am not a very sexual person, um, which is surprising because it comes out in the job that I'm I'm, like, inclined. Yeah. But... I could not be. I'm. I'm just not a sexual person. Really, like outside of work. Mm-mm. Mm. So you're not like super flirtatious and stuff like that. With just... no one, not even in work. I'm a. I'm kind of cold. I sit off to the side when I talk to people and I conversate. And it's always like, "Are you ready for a lap dance?" And then mm-hmm. we get to the dance, and that's where maybe the sexual oh, side yeah. comes out. Because I've seen your dances. Yeah. 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 They're very sexual. Mm-hmm. Like they're so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Oh, thank you. You're very graceful. I love your. Oh, so are you? Are you going to do pole Olympics? No, I didn't think no. That you were. Um, I'm not practiced enough, and I don't want my wig to come off. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh my god, there was one. T- I, so I had to wear a wig for a while when I had like really short hair, and it was growing out, and it was awkward. And um, I was wearing wigs, and they were, like I've managed to find red wigs, you know, and they were oh, really nice. pretty. Um, but I was giving a guy a dance once and I did the flip up Mm -hmm. where, you know, your pussy's here and your legs are here and you're down there. And I came back down sans wig, (laughs) (laughs) no wig, just like short cropped hair and a couple of bobby pins. Oh, it's so funny. And that, yeah. So I've definitely, that's, that's something scary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I went to go do a trick the other day and I didn't have it on correctly and it, like, it's glued on in the front, but it flipped mm. over. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? No, Well, there was nobody at like directly oh. at stage, oh, but okay. I just had to keep dancing. It was so yeah. embarrassing. We do. We always have to keep dancing. Have you ever hurt yourself on stage mm-hmm. and you just smile through it and you keep dancing? No one will know that, like, we're breaking nails and bleeding. Yeah, that's what happened. I ripped a toenail off. I was going back and I was trying to twerk or whatever it's called. I and I ripped my whole toenail off from the tile. On the stage? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We have to regret that thing. Did you know that you're a girl number three to, r- to rip a toenail off in, like, the last month or two? I was so mad. It was, like, the big toe. It, w- yeah. it messed it yeah. all up for so No, long. one girl broke her toe. Yeah. Uh, doing me. doing the splits. And then, like, her toe, I guess, pulled and broke. It. Oh, I felt so bad. And then that that's just a part of the job. But, uh, like, you know, you have to point your toes and stuff. And, like, that's really hard and dangerous. It is dangerous to fall into the splits. But um, the grouting, though, caused your issue, and then it did the same thing to one of the other girls where mm-hmm. it, like, broke her toenail off or something. Yeah. I'm like, dang, we need to get that thing regrouted or So something. much. So much needs to be done. I remember working at a club where they had granite. We were dancing on granite. Oh. Dude. So slippery and cold? <laughs> it was very slippery. Yeah. It was, it was terrifying. <laughs> there were no rails or nothing. <laughs> and the stages were small. I was like, whose idea was to put this expensive ass stone up here. I don't know. What is like, what's the best um, stage to dance on? I've danced on so many. I've danced on wood. Wood stages? Yeah. Just like some like ghetto little. Like polished wood? 
No, it was like a two by four put together. In fact, I remember going there and being like, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember the Red Dog Saloon in OKC? Uh, Yes, and I've been there one time and it was just for an audition. Yeah, yeah. Were you impressed with the place? No, I was not. I didn't like the whole setup as you walked in. It was too like, is Red Dog the one that's kind of like, it feels like a big restaurant? Yeah, it feels like a really old rundown saloon. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's high ceilings. Very high ceilings. The the dancers' dressing rooms are at the top, and they look like they haven't been cleaned in 20 years. Um, <laughs> they, they had shag carpet. Oh, God. On one of their stages. Could you imagine? I mean, I guess you don't have to. Ooh. That is insane. What are you going to do with shag? It'd get caught in your heel the whole time. I just thought about, I just, I'm not a big fan of carpet. Because no. I feel like carpet is always dirty. It holds stuff in. There's no way that it's actually clean. And that is so this, funny. it was shag carpet. It was like pushed down. It was very dirty looking. It was horrible. And I did the same thing. I was like, I'm here, I guess. And I auditioned and I walked out after that. I was like, no. But okay, so shag carpet, two by four wood. We, what kind of, we have like a plexi or something. It's like plastic. I don't know what ours is. It's yeah. not linoleum. And then I don't know. Granite. And then what else? I don't know the other type of stuff. Which is the best I, one? The one that we have at our stage, if it was if it was grouted right, it's not very yeah. slick. Yeah, yeah, that is really nice. Mm-hmm. It's only slick every once in a while when it's like we've been working really, really hard. Or girls wear lotion. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Make that shit a slip and slide up there. Yeah. There's been a few times where I've almost died on stage for sure. Yeah, or it's it gets very dangerous. Dollar bills are very slippery. Oh, um, uh, the little the little diamond studs. We, we have diamond encrusted everything. Oh, that shit yeah. falls off on the stage, and I've almost died on a piece of diamond crystal. It's so dumb. I'm like, oh my god. Uh, yeah, because it'll get stuck in your, in like the yeah. rubber on the bottom of your shoes, and then you're yeah. slipping every time you step. And we're eight inches off the ground already. Like, <laughs> I really don't know who came up with like these high ass heels for us to wear. I think one of the guys said something about it the other day. He was like, why do you guys wear those? I was like, I don't know. They make me feel sexy. I have a problem. <laughs> um, I've danced in tennis shoes, and it's not the same. It is. It's so different. I think it's cute, though, when they do that. Like, uh, when, when you dance on, like, the Keds. Mm-hmm. Like, the cute little shoes. Yeah. I think it's kind of cute, though. It is. Did Some you girl- pull tricks? Because you're so short and adorable, um, like a miniature-sized yeah. stripper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of dancers are short, too. We were talking about that the other day. I was like, how come so many of us are 5'3"? Apparently someone made a joke about like, well, if, if she's short, she's probably going to be a stripper or something oh, like that. Funny. Well, I was like, what the hell? All of us are really short. Yeah. And then, oh, so what else? Um, so what are some of your favorite stories from your 16 years of dancing? Every one of them involves how much money I've made, I guess, because that's like the whole purpose for that, for yeah. being there. We're, um, we're pretty single-minded guys. I'm sorry. Very single-minded. <laughs> um. Most of my stories that I really enjoy come from Cloud Nine. I've done a lot of traveling and dancing, and that has not been my favorite. I don't like being the new girl at the club. I don't like auditioning. Um, I don't like figuring out who has a regular the hard way. Oh, yeah. So you sit on their lap and you grind on them for a few minutes and then awkwardly have to get up and say, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were with someone. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm waiting for someone. Oh, oh, let me get off your dick then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is really awkward. Um, but... I've just done really well at Cloud9. Actually, Cloud9 was so much more than that because it was a really tight-knit group of girls. The dressing room was so small that even when you didn't get along with a girl, you would sit on top of her (laughs) and do your makeup over her shoulder or, like, hand me that, you know. Dang. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think 
it was it was just so rowdy. What is that show? Um, a Gallagher. Oh. Uh, where like everything is always chaotic. Oh, I wish I knew the name of the show. Um, but that's kind of what it was like back there. Pretty chaotic. It was very chaotic. Yeah. It was like a family. And for me, I growing up in foster care, um, it was the it was just really good family. Mm. It was really good family. Yeah. And yeah, how how many years were you there at Cloud Nine? God, not not that many for having so many memories. Um, three, maybe four. Yeah. What years were those? You think? Uh, so there was after prison. I think I even worked there a little bit before prison. <clears throat> oh, I did. I did work there before prison because that's the club I was working at when I went to prison. <laughs> oh shit! But still, a lot of good memories. Lots of good memories. Yeah, that was just one night. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the way you think. That's brilliant. No, uh, it's so hard to pinpoint like a best story. Mm. Uh, I had a lot of girlfriends over there. Mm-hmm. I remember I worked over there a little bit, and I think it was like. Um, twenty. It was probably right in 2012 that I was working there, and I only worked there for about three months. What did you think about the stage? Um, back then, it's so hard to remember. I I liked it. It was hard though. It was hard. It was to like work. a cage. It was, and I bruised my knees a lot because mm-hmm. the only way to really you had to like get up there. You know, it's so, like basically it was up here to your knees or something. You had to like pop up there and try to like shake your butt in guys' faces. And so you would end up being on your knees, like on the this railing. And it had a rail, yeah. It was like yeah. a thing with a railing on top to hold on to, and then it went around the top too. I do like that part. You know, like Lady Godiva's has one. Mm-hmm. Like it's a metal ring at the top, and you can just like pull yourself up and do cute things. I can't reach it very well. Really? I mean, like it's like a. If I can remember, maybe oh. it's not. But like when I was at Cloud Nine, girls would like get up and like do flips on the top one. Yeah, and that's was, fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, I always. I didn't, when I was there, I did not do any pole tricks or anything because mm-hmm. I was so new and I was a little bit heavy set. So I just didn't have like the muscle mass for it. But I remembered the little bar at the entrance and you would just, if you would stop and do a couple of pull ups right there. Oh, yeah. You know, and you every girl would, every girl would kind of do that. She'd stop and she'd do a couple pull ups, you know, and it was like our little, little mini workout. Like, I do remember that. And that yeah. actually brings a lot of memories back, just like walking up to stage mm-hmm. and everything. When I was there, I remember there was a girl there. She had definitely been dancing for a while. Um, and she had these really big boobs and like nipples. And she would light a, a match. And was there like a ring and she would put it around her nipple and light it on fire. So you, I had a feeling you knew that girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was her? I wonder who she was. I don't remember. Man, that was so long ago. Though, yeah, like 10 years ago. <laughs> it was so long ago. I feel like such a child when I was in there. I do, too. I remember, um, so, you know, I was really new, and I had no idea what I was doing, and I picked up the most hideous heels to start dancing in because I had no taste whatsoever. It was those, like, black closed-toed ones with the the knuckles oh, as okay. a heel. You know, because back then we were dancing to, like, Rob Zombie and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, yeah early little, 2000s. Yeah, it was a little bit more, like, rock and roll. Definitely. Um, now I danced a rap, and when I first started dancing, it was like Tool. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know about in this moment back then, but just like harder sounding stuff, more rock. In this moment did come up. I had a couple of girls at Night Trips that danced to a lot of in this moment. Yeah, I don't know when she came out, but that's when I discovered in this moment was at Night Trips. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like club music. Yeah. It's fun. 
Um, I danced to the same thing over and over, too, at, on stage. I'm really bad about that. Oh, really? You just have, like, a certain amount of songs? Four. Four? Very specific? <laughs> just four? They're really short. They're, like, two-minute songs. You're smart. Mm-hmm. I do that every once in a while. Every I time. tried to once, I think, with Turbo. Or was it was it the other DJ, um, Phoenix? Someone called me out on it. I was like, play this song. They were like, that's a minute and 50 seconds. I was like, fuck. <laughs> oh no well I constantly complain about stage and when I'm going up with Dave mm-hmm. he'll be like okay and he kind of does that face where he looks a little disappointed that I picked this song but he's so supportive and then Turbo I complain about stage so much with him that he's like I'm glad you're up there for two minutes <laughs> <laughs> well because you're a good showstopper you have like really good tricks and stuff and you've um, do- I've known it. yeah I have yeah. before Dude, um, I remember, I think the first time I ever saw Superman was when you did it. Yeah, that's so much fun. I I love that one, and I see so many different ways that girls get into that particular yeah. move. I'm like, wow, that was so, you look like a spider. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm more of a caterpillar. Yeah, just inch up it, yeah. Just, I just inch up the pole a little, you know. My favorite analogy about the strip club and how it is to try to find someone to sit with, right? Mm. Um, We're like lions and customers are like zebras. (laughs) And so when it starts getting really busy in there, it's really hard to pick that one off and be like, I'm going to go. Yeah. Go over here. I know. And how long do you spend with a customer on a night shift? Oh, well, what I tell baby strippers Mm -hmm. is two to three songs, depending on how the conversation is going. Okay, yeah. And, and then, then you ask. And then I ask. If it's really dead and I'm grateful to have someone to sit next to, I'll sit all night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, And then how do you ask them? He's like, do you want to get a lap dance? Or Yeah, I'm just so simple. I'm bad. I'm like, well, you know, what do you think about a dance now? It's it's kind of cold. I wish I had a better approach to it. I know girls that are all over guys and they're just real flirty. and. Mm-hmm. Not me. I don't know. Some guys don't like that. I've, I have a couple customers who insist to me that they like really do not like aggressive strippers. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, an aggressive stripper makes money. Makes so it's more, just yeah. kind of, you know, it just depends on the customer. I usually try to read them. If they're kind of leering at me a little bit, I'll probably hop, hop on their lap. But if they're just sitting there minding their own business, I'll probably sit next to them. And then give it about three songs. And then I say, um, so do you want to come play? Are you going to let me play with you? Oh, that's a good Something like that. Or do you do dances? If I'm like feeling kind of nervous, I'm like, do you do any dances? Do you ever do dances? I actually, (laughs) yeah. And I will ask to sit down with a guy, which I know actually, I would never suggest that to anybody. Um, When you walk up to a guy, like, is anyone sitting here? Some people are genuinely waiting for somebody, mm-hmm. and if you just sit down, they'll reveal that. Okay. But if you walk up and you're just like, hey, is it, can I sit with you? That leaves people the option to say no, and so many times people do. Wow. Oh, my God. I'm going to take that piece of advice. Mm-hmm. I've actually been feeling lately that I need to, like, retrain myself a little bit. There's always, like, times in our life where we're like, okay, I'm making this certain amount of money, but I'd like to make more. Yeah. And because it is a salesman thing, we're – constantly looking for new ways to like improve our game so and sales is like a trend too certain people get um well not certain people but like as time goes on a different style of selling whether it be Mm -hmm. more aggressive or more flirty or more like off to the side just it seems like it, it has its trends in the club, too. Yeah. But then all of us are also just have our own way of being. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's like yeah. you almost can't help it, you know? Like, for me to go from, I just like to sit and talk, to go into becoming aggressive right. is really hard. Because you have to put yourself so out there. So it's like when you do, like, you kind of just have 
the way that you are, you know, like your natural self and like how you are as a person in the club. And then like if you want to like change it up, it takes like a lot. It's like retraining you to be a different person almost. Absolutely. I can't be aggressive. I'm, yeah. I can be aggressive. I am not good at it. Mm-hmm. And it's exhausting. Like That's what I mean. Yeah. By the time I'm done with the dance and I have the money, I'm like, OK, I finally did it. I need a rest. I know. Yeah. And I get that way, too. Yeah. So what are your favorite tactics on um, how to get a dance or how to get like how to get more? Um, I've always felt like I had to be giving a dance in order to sell myself because I come off as very. I don't want to say girl next door, but I think I've been described as that way mm-hmm. a lot. I, I'm not very at, like I'm not all the time going to be sitting on people's laps. So but if I'm already giving a lap dance. It, it sells itself usually. Mm-hmm. And and some people, you have to have to maybe have a vibe with somebody. I'm not sure. Yeah. Some dances suck. Some dances are good. Some sell themselves. And it's me. I'm the constant factor. I'm always the one giving the dance. So I don't know why. Maybe the guy's just not into that vibe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And that is really hard, too. And I do feel like a lot of it is vibes mm-hmm. as well. It's like I can vibe really great with a guy and I'm making money from him. But, like, hardly ever am I having a conversation with someone and, like, I'm not really vibing it. And then we make a ton of money. So sometimes I think that it's almost more, like, animal than we expect. Yeah, like it's very animalistic. More, like, a little bit more natural. Or there's just something in the undercurrents that you can't – there's no way of explaining it. And that's how I, that's why I almost – whenever I make really good money, I almost feel like I'm just lucky that it that guy luck. came in the club. It is luck. Yeah. It, well, and it's being, it's like the opportunity, it's being there when that opportunity arises to make that money. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't do anything different. And some days people are like, that is the worst dance. In fact, there oh was a God. table of guys I had danced for the majority of the people at the table. And I could tell just by giving the dance, some of them were like very impressed and very turned on by it. Mm-hmm. And then I just remember this one guy, he was the second dance I gave. Um, the first guy I gave a dance was like, you should get a dance from her. The second guy was like, yeah, her dancers were great. You know, just very monotone in his explanation. Well, the third guy ended up getting the dance, and he really, really enjoyed it, actually, more than the other ones. Mm. And so it's it's all different. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because we have to, like, connect somehow, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the hardest part. And that's what I put a lot of my energy into when I'm talking to customers is, like, how do I connect with you? I'm looking for a way to, like, connect with them so I'm always asking them about stuff that they like and trying to get into, like, really good conversations. Yeah, and what's the funniest part to me about all that is, like, women are the mo- more emotional beings. Mm-hmm. Men are the more hands-off, I suppose. It's a very emotional place. Men are very emotional. Yeah. And you have to tap into their emotions on – Yes. You have to get in there somehow. And there's, like, this hard shell. They're like turtles. They're mm-hmm. like a hard shell. <laughs> and you got to reach into the squishy, sweet little meat. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And then, like, get them. And then they'll fall in love with you. And then you'll have a great night. And then you'll have a great night. <laughs> yeah. So, well, how, oh, so you worked last night, didn't you? Mm-hmm. How was it last night? Last night was horrific. Yeah. Horrible. Slow. I left right after you did, actually, yeah. by, like, midnight, went home and studied. And I spent the majority of my time in the back studying. I was like, this is useless. I'm not even getting action. Well, at least you studied, though. Mm-hmm. So that's always kind of nice that, like, we're, we have that flexibility that we can just do whatever we want at work <laughs> as long as we're in the building. That It's a beautiful thing. And to be honest, you don't always have to be in the building, which is even great because you can, like, I'm going outside for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you one of the girls that takes, like, a smoke mm-hmm. break? 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I don't leave the club. Like I, I have my little vape pens and stuff in there. I don't leave the club because I feel like if I go out there, I will not come back in. <laughs> it's my favorite to take a break. Yeah. To watch the parking lot. And when it's dark outside, I don't like taking breaks when it's still light. Maybe I'll have to try it with you sometime mm-hmm. and see if it gives me like a boost. Cause I find myself lately, like really being able to work in like four hour increments. You know? I have a small window too. Um, and we put forth like tons of energy. And then after that, you're like, okay, just come to me. <laughs> I, I stop having that eye after my window is closed for where the money might possibly be. Mm-hmm. I also stop having that flirty side because it's yeah. exhausting to be a stripper. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting to like people. I almost wish we had four hour shifts. That would be much better. Yeah. I think that would be so dope. I mean, so many girls always want to leave early. I mean, like everyone, you know, we're always done before our shift is done Mm -hmm. i mean unless you're having a really good night which you know these conversations will probably sound a lot different in the winter time and when you're having a really good night you get to leave early (laughs) yeah yeah oh my god yeah because i was there until 11 last night like all right where's i'm looking for more money and Mm -hmm. i was working my ass off yesterday and it didn't work out because their card declined oh yeah yeah it's a lot of work I got um, grabbed by a table, and they were like, yes, you, VIP, immediately. And I was like, what? Are we in Miami? What's happening? Because um, I'm not used to, like, just selling VIPs like that easily. Yeah. Um, and then they were like, you know, we just walk up to the bar, and then they tried, like, five times, and their card declined. And, you know. I guess they, they got... tried so many. Yeah, I thought I thought that was really sweet. I was like, we don't have to if you don't want to, like, you know. <laughs> And I'm trying to hang out for the whole hour, but I'm honestly kind of used to it because big cities, that kind of stuff happens a lot. Like they're out of towners, they come in and they try to spend a mo- bunch of money on their card and it always gets flagged, even if they call the bank. Yeah. They, they'll be like, I called the bank earlier. Dude, I'm sorry. Like that's an internal bank problem. Yeah. You yeah. got to call it when the fraud like flags it. it well, you know, 10 o'clock at night it's kinda, and you're it, drunk. It's kind of hard. It is hard when you're drunk, yeah. but it still works. Yeah. Well, he was... he. He was, he was toasted. He was, uh, and it was his, it, it wasn't even his girlfriend. She was like, this is the first time we've hung out together. And she was trying to call <laughs> the credit card company for him. Oh, wow. With his card. And I'm sitting there like, guys, it's it's really not a big deal. I'll, I'll just go home because I have so much more other mm-hmm. other stuff to do. And, you know, I was like, and I wasn't terribly bummed because I'm kind of used to it. You know, it, it happens probably 50% of the time in like other cities. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like it happens all the time, so it, it, it's disappointing when it does. But Yeah, yeah. In, in Tulsa, you don't have to deal with it nearly as much. I mean, because we don't really get, like, guys that just come in with $3,000 credit card limit. You know, that's not usually a Tulsa thing. No, it's not. Um, but we do have a lot of out-of-towners. Mm-hmm. And so I will say with the money trend there, almost once a week I can expect a phenomenal yeah. night. Yeah, I love out-of-towners. Mm-hmm. I miss our oil... Or oil and gas guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we do. We get a lot of guys that come off uh, just from, like, the airport. And they're always so much fun. And, yeah, I know. I've always had, like, a great experience with, with out-of-towners. I miss having more of those. Mm-hmm. I can't It'll wait. Come back. I know. I can't come back. I always like the oil and gas guys. Oh, my gosh. I'm <laughs> a sucker for, like, a just a roughneck. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm such a, like, a sucker for roughnecks. Isn't it? And that just is, like, proof that, like, the vibe has to be there also with the stripper. Because... Yeah. Every stripper has their type. I can pick out November's type and be mm-hmm. like, November, is that not your customer over there? Look at him. Dude, that is, <laughs> that is really true. It is almost like dating there because I've almost given up mm-hmm. not going to guys who I don't find attractive somewhat on my level because it's way less work when you like looking at them. 
or I will not talk to, to guys that I'm attracted to. Like at all? At all. Like if we have a club full of cute guys, I'm broke. <laughs> like, I actually got the biggest like the biggest compliment I think I've gotten in a long time. I um there was no one in the club, so I ended up walking up to this guy that was really cute. And he was like a big guy and he'd been working he, like he works out. Ooh. He was a solid piece of man. It was so nice. <laughs> Anyways, we were talking, and the conversation wasn't even, like, very interested. He even ended up moving back during the conversation. Yeah. <clears throat> um, he ended up getting a lap dance, and then his his dick was not very hard, but it, it did get a little hard towards the end. And so I was like, do you want a second lap dance? Mm-hmm. And I asked very unassuringly. He grabs his dick, and he goes, hmm. And he, he, like, looks up into his own head, and he thinks really hard. And he goes, yeah. Yeah, I'll take another. Wait, he had to... And he gets... He grabbed his dick, and so he, he gets another dance. Is this, like, a, a, a type of measure? Or... <laughs> I've never seen this before. And then at the end of the dance, he goes, I don't want to sound rude, but white girls don't make my dick hard. And he said it just like that, and I was... But your dick got hard, and he goes, yeah, my dick did get hard. <laughs> Wait, so is this a compliment? It was a compliment, okay. and I was so okay. flattered. I wasn't sure. Yeah, it was the yeah. biggest compliment. Okay, I'm, I am I hear what you're saying now. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Well, that was nice of him. It was very nice. I like that. Also, I've been like, as long as you've been dancing, don't you feel like your, is it social cues or what you find acceptable to be a compliment is way skewed? Mm. <clears throat> oh, like yeah. someone grabbing their dick and saying, I like that. I'm like, oh my God. No, yeah. That I is- can't believe you're such a gentleman. <laughs> We love we love when they get hard. Yeah. You have to get hard. If you don't get hard, I feel like I'm not doing my job mm-hmm. and I um I panic a little. Um and so but yeah. Well, I I think one time I had a customer that said something like like a pretty nice compliment like that, which was skewed and weird, right? Mm-hmm. He was like um you know, I'm usually into small girls. I mean, like the ones that are built kind of like boys. Um, oh, okay, okay. And you're you're kind of thick and curvy. You're not really my type, but I really like you. I was like, wow. That actually is the same exact compliment. Yeah. I hate the way they word it when they're like that. <laughs> but no, I did. I, I got it, though. I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, I'm chunkier than you usually like. But, but it worked. But you still find me attractive based on my personality. Isn't that sweet? And it's the way you move what you do, too, because during mm-hmm. a dance, there's that, <clears throat> like, a fa- they, they start the fantasy about what it's actually going to be like to be with you, right? Oh, yeah. And so... When you start moving, they're like, well, at least with me, um, you're way more flirty when it comes to the conversation. Mm. And I'm not as flirty in the conversation. So maybe they can tell by, like, just the way you talk that you're going to be very hands-on and very seductive and very, yeah. I don't even know the right word for it. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty feisty. Feisty is a very good word. They like it. <laughs> <clears throat> I always have something smart to say. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, you know, but yeah. And then, well, it's sometimes that backfires, though, you know, because sometimes we'll go over there and they'll be like, oh, she's extra dirty. And then they'll just instantly go for the butthole. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I'm like, I'm like, listen, I know that I talked about how much I liked anal, but I didn't actually mean that you could put your fingers in my butthole <laughs> during our dance. I get it. I, I'm I'm very flirtatious. I must be very confusing. Very misconceiving. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyway. I was going to say the first thing that made me think about is when you're being extra with a customer and suggest a VIP and they're like, I've had customers be like, I'm not, I don't want to have sex with you. (laughs) 
You've actually had a customer do that? Be like, I, I'm I'm not going to have sex here. Like, whoa, whoa, lady. Yeah, like, think that I'm, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> the way that I come off, I'm act, that room means it's all coming out. Like, no, actually, it's just a very misconceiving lap dance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just stare at you in the eyes a lot harder mm-hmm. or something, yeah. I mean, we do, t- we try to make it, like, more, like, something more and more special. Like, we work a little harder, you know, but... I mean, yeah, at least I do. You but, do. <laughs> and not all of us have to. Like, you do what you do. But, um, yeah, I have. I think one guy probably was like, oh, I, I shouldn't. I'm married or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you're just like, I think I, I did. I had to tell him. I'm like, hey, listen, I will never make you do anything that will make you feel guilty. As long as your wife knows that you're here, I'm not letting you do anything that is going to make you go home with, like, like, something on your conscience. Right. You know. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I would never want to anyway. And you have to, like, downplay the, like, you're just trying to upplay it because all the time yeah. people want this guarantee. Then you got to yes. downplay it. Like, no, that's not going to happen. It's Will you guys just find a sweet spot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that is true, too, because I get customers who are like, okay, like, my dick's coming out in the VIP, right? And I'm like, bro, no. No, you uh, that can't happen. Not at all. I like my job a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have other guys who are, yeah. You're like, no, 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 I promise. It's it's nothing really. It's just more intimate. Like, you know. And you know. that's what I, I sell. The only difference in a VIP is it's more intimate. Yeah. Because, um, like, as you're getting a lap dance, it's very distracting. Other people are. They're going to mm-hmm. the bathroom. There's stage. There's so much going on. But um, you can hear each other a lot better back there, too. Mm-hmm. That's where I take, I do all my dirty talking. I wish I did that. I'm so not comfortable. With dirty talk? Mm-hmm. You just have to ki- like pick a couple of phrases and then yeah. just get used to it. I'm going to get on Google. It's a lot like jumping on guys' laps. It, it, it take, it, you got to put yourself out there and like get used to it. It's Like it's, dirty talk like sex talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, like what do I do? Um, when I'm giving them dances uh, and if I'm in, in their ear, um, I'll say things like, oh, my God, you're making my pussy so wet. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yes, so. that's a good thing. I need to be able to say that. <laughs> I just never know the right opportune time. Yeah. Um, just um, as you're just as you're grinding on it, and you're right there on their ear, you just kind of whisper some sweet nothings. Maybe, yeah. maybe I should try that. I'm like, oh my god, your dick is so hard. Oh, I love your dick. I'm. It's, it's still in his pants, but you know, like they like it. It's sweet. <laughs> that is sweet. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'll do the sweet nothings. <laughs> and.